Hey, Kendra, what are you thinking about? Hey, Lacey, I'm thinking about all the background noise I have going on here because I am on the expo floor at FETC. Oh, that's awesome. Prizes and stickers and pencils and stuff, right? I have collected a fair number of all those things so that they can go in our breakout boxes that we are doing later this month. Yay. Well, that's actually what I'm thinking about is our breakout session. I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. I am too. I love doing breakout sessions with teachers. You know, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but Kendra and I created a breakout session for teachers or anybody, really, students could do it too, where you can go and teach yourself how to build a digital breakout. It's free. You get um, recertification credit through your school district for taking the professional development. Right. And you get the fun of going through a digital breakout and we give you tips and we've recorded screencasts to guide you through the process of building your own digital breakout for your students. That's right. I can't believe that we have never actually said those words out loud in a podcast, but now they know. Now they do know. So Lacey, if someone's interested, how can they get to this breakout lab that we built oh it's easy you could either check through our twitter account because we tweet it out fairly regularly and actually we've had a few hundred people i don't know almost nearly a thousand people complete it at this point um but you can also check our website to techcoaches.com and it'll take you right there awesome yes i hope that some of you might be able to give that a try and hopefully build out things for your students. If you're able to build a digital breakout that you use with your kids, please feel free to share it with us and we will post it on our website. All right, so Kendra, tell, tell me about what you have done today. What was the coolest thing that you saw? Well, I went to a couple of sessions. The one that I think I was most engaged by was my first one this morning. It was all about coaching in a personalized and blended learning environment. So they talked a bit about how a teacher might go through the process of personalizing and blending their classrooms, but it was really more focused on how a coach can support a teacher who's engaging in this work. So it was really interesting. I got all sorts of resources. And they shared a number of different web tools. Oh, that's awesome. I think, um, you know, we work with a lot of teachers on helping them transform their classrooms into blended learning environments. So, you know, I would love to see all the tools and hear all about that. But um, one thing that I think we're seeing more and more of recently, and I'm so excited about this, is that more people are doing blended learning stations or playlists or or whatever you want to call it as they do professional development and then I really like it because it's modeling what you want the teacher to turn around and do the opposite of that would be lecturing at a whole bunch of teachers about the thing that they should be doing and not giving them some real world hands-on experience like how does it feel to be a student in this sort of environment and what modifications and decisions do you need to make for your own classroom you know, because it's not going to work the same for everybody. So I think that's such an important point. And it's funny because I tweeted almost that exact same thing this morning, because most of the sessions that I've been to and most of the sessions that I've heard about from other educators are just that they're sit and get sort of sessions where the person's standing up in front of you for an hour, maybe two, possibly three or four. And they're just talking at you. The one that I went to this morning about personalizing and blended learning was exactly what you described as what we want to see. I know that we talk negatively about that style of professional development or just teaching in general, but there is one thing that I always learn 
when I sit in a PD like that is that it is exhausting and it is, it's just exhausting to sit in a seat and focus and pay attention for an extended period of time. And it just gives me empathy of a student and it drives me to want to do better and do more. And I hope that anybody sitting in a PD that is sit and get or lecture at you, that if you feel like you're walking away with nothing, that the one takeaway that you actually can get is I'm not going to do this to my kids. Maybe I'm not going to do something extraordinary or transformative tomorrow, but I'm not going to do this because it's hard. Absolutely. And I think what you're talking about is so important. It's that first step. You don't have to be changing the world. You don't have to do something that's insanely different, but try something. Try, Try something that is going to take what you learn from a bad experience and make it better for your kids. That's right. The glass is half full. That's what that is. If you're a coach or you're a trainer, you you can totally do the same thing when you're planning out training for for, for other teachers or other ed- educators. Don't do what you hate seeing in other sessions you've been in to other people. That That's just perpetuating these same terrible things. That's right. Well, I can't wait um, to actually find out more about your training and see the resources you got and have you teach me some things that I that I didn't already know maybe we can have a whole nother podcast in the future about specifics from that session but while um while I have you and I know we're on limited time today can you just highlight um one of the other sessions that you attended I well so funny I can but I can't because the other session I tried to go to was uh about personalizing or customizing education and I showed up and it wasn't about that at all it was about how to like use tools as an administrator in your classroom and like sort of talking the talk and walking the walk sort of thing so it wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all Hmm. well okay Uh, that's actually pretty interesting and I know that we weren't planning on talking about this but maybe we could talk briefly about conferences and helping teachers give better professional development to other teachers One thing that Kendra and I do is help teachers prepare for professional development in our district. And we have found through our experience that the best thing that we can do to help these teachers is read their course title and course description and write down a list of things that we think we're going to be taught during the professional development session. And this is before we have met the people or before we have sat down and actually talked about what they're going to be presenting on. And as we hear about the presentation, we go through this little checklist to make sure that the course description and title match what is actually in the presentation because there is nothing more disappointing than think you're going to thinking that you're going to go walk in somewhere and learn something and not do that. And if you think as a person who's attending a conference, the only information you get is a title and maybe a paragraph description of what you're about to find out. If those things don't match, then your people are going to be disappointed. You'll probably end up disappointed with the reaction you get, and it just tends to be a flop. So one takeaway that maybe maybe we can spin this positively, and one takeaway might be that teachers before you create your professional development sessions whether it's for teachers at your own school or in your district or nationally is really make sure that your course title and the course description match what you're going to be doing 
That's right. That alignment is so important. And it's important to your lessons that you're planning for your students. You want to make sure that they're aligned to the curriculum, but you also want to do the same thing for adults. So I think that's that's such a good point. And it's a great way of spinning something that was negative and just a bit more of a positive. Right. And for those of you who are interested in trying this approach, find your little teacher buddy and say, hey, read my course description and my course title. And could you make a list of like three things that you think you might learn from walking out of here? And you don't even have to talk to the person. You don't even have to explain what you're going to do. Just take their little list of three things and then do a mental check or a an actual check and see if your course actually does what a non-you reader like somebody else thinks it's going to do and that could help you so much that's great and that's an easy way to even think about this to look think about that alignment is just go into it like that or find a teacher friend or any friend it might even be better to like pick your spouse or pick your your nephew or someone and say hey what do you think you might learn from this session and see see what they come up with sorry so, Lacey, I'm going to leave you with one tool that I learned today, and I think it's one you're really going to like. Okay. Oh, by the way, I played around with Fody, and, and that was really neat. I liked that. So thank you for sharing that on day one when I uh, couldn't join oh, you. Oh, you're welcome. In the pod. I, that was awesome. Yeah. I love that one. It's, it's great. If you haven't seen Fody already, check our day one episode of FETC. I think you're really going to like it. Okay. So, Lacey, this, tell, tell us. This, I won't interrupt you again. I promise. That's okay. This tool that I learned about today is called For All Rubrics, and it is an easy way for teachers to create standard line rubrics, checklists, and wait for this part, you're going to love it, badges that they can use with their students. What? It's you true. Know, like so that. you can issue digital badges based on evidence from curriculum and alignment that you're making between the work that you're asking kids to do and the content of your class. That sounds really super useful, and I am excited to check it out. Yes, yeah, so I think we're going to have a good time with that one. Also, that might turn into its own episode, because I think we're going to be doing a lot of work around scoring and badging. You know, that is, I was just getting ready to tell our listeners, that is one of our next projects that we're picking up, um, is to work on a digital badging system for our teachers in our district. And we'd be really curious to find out your experiences with digital badging, um, if you have any tips to share with us, or if, more importantly, if you have any questions you want us to figure out the answer to, because we're about to do some heavy research and um, trial and we error sure testing with, with digital Absolutely. badging. So any advice right. and questions are more than welcome. Or even if you have cautionary tales for us, if you've been badged before or you've tried to do badging and it was a straight up disaster zone, please let us know that because we love to know things to avoid when we're engaging in a new project. Absolutely. All right, everybody, you can find me at Tech Nerd LB and Kendra is at Tech and, and Teaching. And together we're at Two Tech Coaches on Twitter. This is day three of FETC. We're going to try to be back tomorrow if we can get an episode in before we leave. Um, it's been great podcasting from here. And Lacey, honestly, it was so wonderful meeting Sir Ken Robinson. I'm still pretty jazzed up. I know. Your picture was really good. I saw it. You tweeted out on Twitter and had lots and lots of retweets and likes. And it was a great picture of you two, by the way. You both oh, look great thanks. in it. Yeah, thanks. Well, thanks, Lacey. All right. Hey, uh, I forget. What's the FETC hashtag? Hashtag FETC. All right. Everybody check it out. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye.